Hello, welcome to the Sesh Wagon for this week. I am here on a, well, literally one minute past midnight on a Saturday morning. Just wrapping up, not long ago, just wrapped up a late night gym session, pumping that iron, lifting that heavy shit. Real late night on a Friday night because I completely fucking, you know, bitched out earlier in the week and trying to be disciplined, trying to be good, trying to get out there and get it in, so, you know, I have to fit, I'm making sure I fit my, my gym sessions in, so, the way I've fucked up my week, I've had to go late Friday night, and I'm going to have to go again tomorrow, Saturday night, late, like, I don't know, 8.30, 9, being an absolute weirdo, gymming by myself on a late Saturday night. But, you know, that's what we got to do. That's what we're out here for. That's, you know, that's that's the mindset of champions. Just, you know, even if you do fuck around, smoke too much weed and fall, just fall asleep too early every other night during the week. That's fine, as long as you just completely fuck up your weekend and just limit any chance of doing anything fun on your Friday, Saturday night by forcing yourself to go to the gym. And if I'm being honest, it was, it wasn't a terrible gym session. It wasn't a terrible workout. You know, I got, I did all my lifts that I wanted to do. Did them hard. And numbers weren't too bad. And I'm, you know, I wasn't being a pussy. I was getting after it. You, you could say my rest, but it took a bit too, too much time between sets and just sort of fucked around a little bit, but... At the end of the day, that's that's alright. But it just felt weird, man. It just felt off. Just you know, and you just don't feel. I just had no motivation to be there. Just didn't want to be there. It was quiet. There was no one else there, which was good. And I was able to chuck the headphones in and have no distractions. So the recipe was there. I think it's just you know, it's a Friday night. Who the fuck wants to do on a Friday night? Like I really just need to. I need to be better organised at the start of the week, really. Like, I I just got to set a plan, stick to it. Like, actually, you know, I'm not really someone to follow a strict schedule. I'm a bit of, can be a bit of a lazy cunt at times. But, you know, if I try to follow a schedule, I just fucking... Too tight of a schedule, I just fucking lose my mind. Like, I feel like I'm back at... I'm basically, like, back at school, where I had to be somewhere at all times, and had no say in basically anything and just get claustrophobic and I want to fucking throw myself off a bridge so that's why routine's out the door so I just but I do need some of it I do need to be a little bit more organized with it so we'll see how we go this Sunday Sunday night I might just sit down look at my week's schedule be like yes this day's good that day's good and that day's good. But hey, we'll see how that works. I did that last week, to be honest, actually. I'm being a bit bit hard on myself. Like, you know, like, it's not like I had any plans this weekend anyway. Like, no, I was just going to smoke weed and fucking fuck around and listen to some Kanye, swipe on some Tinder, you know, see what happens. But, uh, and, you know, it's only like an hour, hour and a half out of that time, like, let's be honest, like, tomorrow I'll probably, 
I th- I'll, I'll probably fucking get to the gym like 8 o'clock, 8.30, be done out of there by 10, and it's a Saturday night, anything can happen after 10 o'clock, so I'm just going to have a more positive, posi- positivity, positive vibes, just an optimistic light, outlook on life, but man, I don't know what it was tonight, it just felt weird, just felt off, it felt off, but I guess that doesn't really matter, but you know, I suppose that's just the vibes, man. The vibes are just off this week. I know it's not just me. I feel like, you know, I feel some dark energy around, man. Just some dark, dark vibes. Ominous vibes. Just feels like, you know, us as a collective, as a society, we're just getting to the edge of that cliff, like we've been speeding around, shit's been going all over the place, crazy shit's been happening left and right for the last few years, and now we're just like getting to that point where, oh fuck, the tire's sort of blowing off, you know, we're, we're driving the car down the road, tire goes, and shit starts swerving all over the road and we go off we roll 16 times and we all break our necks and we're dead and paralyzed it just feels like we're right about to at that point i'm sitting in the back seat i feel oh shit that last corner the car just didn't quite take that well and then before you know it you hear a loud bang and your life's ruined it just feels like as a whole we are getting close to that point now hold on, bit of weirdness going on around me, might just be high, this might be the paranoia, which may be tying into these vibes, but I'm back next to my trusty golf course, and there's a car that just came past me that was driving really slow, that was skitting me out, but I just saw a flashlight, it looked like someone, like a torch, maybe a phone light, walking through the golf course, we went just behind a tree, it's only about... 50 metres away from me, so I'm a little bit on edge, like, you know, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens, it may just be my imagination, it could have just been a reflection, but (coughs) we may have to pause this podcast, we have technology, we can do that, and get to another spot, but we'll keep going, but anyway, what what I was just talking about is, you know, feels like something's coming, something's about to happen, shit's about to get moving, I don't know exactly what it is, you know, next couple of weeks, what worldwide we've got coming up, a couple of things, not that I know everything, you know, I'm not really someone that reads or pays attention to the news or anything, but I think there's some sort of US election coming up, that's going to be a bit weird, there's going to be some fuckery around for that, but that doesn't really affect you know, most people's day-to-day lives, but I feel like there's something more coming, whether it's, we're finally gonna start hitting that economic collapse, or, I don't know, man, there's been a lot of, also been a lot of news coming out around the old COVID vex, you know, the stabby-wabby, the ouchy-wouchy, the jab-me-up for, for COVID, and make, a, make sure I'm protected, and don't die from this fucking cold, you know, that thing, that doesn't work at all, well, it seems like, just gradually, 
that's starting to become more of a mainstream accepted thing and as much as I like to be proven right, like, you know, everybody does, the day that happens, man, it's shit's just going to hit the fan, which is also why I kind of think it won't ever happen, but part of me also feels like we're getting close to that point where we reach that critical mass of, I don't know, say 30, 40% of normies start realizing, oh shit, that jab, not only did it not work, but it could have fucked me up. And it could be causing a lot of problems. And when that happens, man, fuck. Shit's going to get weird. Shit's already getting weird. Maybe it's already gradually happening. Happening. Maybe that is maybe that is the vibe. Just, you know, because it's not something that would just happen overnight. Like, you know, that's that'd be a gradual thing. It would take, you know. And because it is definitely gradually happening. Like, more and more people definitely are starting to realize they were fucking tricked. And that shit was weird, but some people knew straight away, some people knew fucking early on, some people had a few, more than one or two brain cells and never took it in the first place, but, um, yeah, man, this feels like it's coming, coming to a critical point soon, and shit's just gonna get real weird, and, you know, we're ready for that, though, if you're listening to this, you should be ready. And even if you're not ready, just tell yourself you're ready. Because how could you be ready? Like, it's the future. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? But, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me smoking too much weed recently. Maybe it's just, you know, me, you know, just being an absolute fucking schizophrenic and thinking that the voices in my head are actually tangible to reality. But, yeah. Anyway, what else happened this week? Well, Kanye. Kanye's been fucking going off. You know, we touched on it a couple of weeks ago. Where he first started going off on the Jays. But, um, you know, if you haven't if you haven't seen that episode, I recommend that you go back and check it out. Episode 5, the Jays and the... The Jays and you. I sprinkled a lot of... A lot of good knowledge on the people there, so if you're if you're new to the program, I highly recommend that you go out and check that one out. But anyway, so we're not going to go back over into that topic in any detail. But since that episode, there's been a lot of things going off. Like as you know, Kanye's been getting cancelled left, right, and centre, like you said he would. The uh, old Adidas Adidas have dropped him. The Gap have dropped him. Balenciaga have dropped him. Damn near everybody that never listened to his music in the first place have dropped him. Jalen Brown dropped him. Aaron Donald dropped him. But, yeah. So, and apparently his net worth went down a good couple billy. You know. Not many people can say that, that they lost like two billy or whatever it was 11 billion i heard someone say in like three days but yeah man but it's been weird like it's that's also been real weird that's another thing that's had me a bit unsteady like part of me like i don't know where that's gonna go because like 
couple weeks ago, Kanye was saying like he wanted to be out of his contracts, like he wanted to get out of the Adidas contract. They're stealing his designs, they're fucking him over. He wants to go independent. Same thing with the Gap and Balenciaga and all his other fashion shit. And he's got that, like, because they wouldn't, they wouldn't let him out, like in any like proper formal way. So. You know, the only way they were going to let him out is if he went out off on some crazy shit. And he's definitely going off on some crazy shit. Some of it's right. Some of it's true and honest. But definitely some of it's a bit fucking like, Jesus, Kanye, what are you smoking? Stronger than what I am anyway. But, um, yeah, so. And he put out an Instagram post and deleted it. An all-time Instagram post. I might share that on my gram if you go give me a follow it. Matt Lily Nine on Instagram. It's I haven't posted in about fifteen years, but we might fucking kick that off again after this, just so the people can see it. But you know, he sh- showed a text from what I assume was his manager telling him that he owns the Yeezy name, one hundred percent, and everything. And with the Yeezy shoes, he can start doing what the fuck he wants. And the deal with the Gap in December, he can do what the fuck he wants. And you know, basically that. He got everything he wanted and with the caption, all timeline. He just said, I haven't had any supermodel pussy in over a month. Send help. And Kanye, I will send help. I would happily send a supermodel if I knew one to you to fuck you. And fuck, if I was a supermodel, I'd be fucking you constantly. And let's be honest, Kanye... We know you go for the dudes too. Just saying it, you know, I still love you. I'm no judgment. I'm not a judgmental person, but to those of you who don't know, Kanye, you know, he is he is on the buy side. He bats for both teams. Like, that's been a pretty common... I don't think I'm breaking any major news there, but back in the day, back when he was dating Amber Rose, I don't even know what she's famous for, but knew he was dating Amber Rose, she would say, you know, that... They'd have, they'd ride tricycles, you know, sometimes the tricycle would have two females in Kanye, and then and other, other times they'd have a, two males, you know, they'd bring a dude in, they'd get the MMF going instead of that FFM that we all talk about, so, and then also there was that rumour that no one really denied, so any rumour that no one outright denies you got to assume it's true that's how the world works that he was given the given the schlong up the up the rear end to old Jeffree Star that cross-dressing fucking makeup artist guy on YouTube so yeah man he's Kanye likes the dude so if if you are even a male supermodel you know if you're out there to my mainly male audience if you're if you even wanted to get with a great man, get that, some of that greatness given to you, yeah, I think you got a chance. And I think that's, you know, I'm definitely nowhere near, you know, supermodel ready. Don't think I ever will be, but if you are, and you're just, you know, you want that billionaire fucking absolute genius voice of a generation clapping your cheeks together I think you should go do it I think that's an attainable goal but anyway so Kanye 
He's got dropped by everything and he's gotten what he wants, but... And he's shown, you know, that the Jays basically have... He's proven them... He's proven himself right. They're like, they've proven him right in the fact that they control everything because he pissed them off and they've all kicked him off, showing that they control everything. But, like, they can go further. That's what I'm worried about. Like, Kanye might be celebrating now, but... They could go, like... Like, he's basically saying that he's uncancelable to, you know, you can't you can't ruin his life. But they're going to have to kill him. But I think they could go further. And I think we saw a little bit of it today. I saw a headline today that Apple Music took down, like... The, the the Kanye Essentials playlist, which may seem small because I've still got the Kanye's music, it's still all on Apple Music, but I feel like that's just a little dip in the toes and seeing how the public react to just taking his music down from everywhere. Just all the streaming sites, all, you know, all YouTube, all the official sites, and I think that could be a possibility. And even that, you know, it won't ruin him. Like, he'll just fucking move everything to his own private sites. And, I, you know, I'd say, I don't know if all of them would. I feel like maybe Tidal might stay strong and keep him on there. So, like, Kanye fans, like, will still be able to go find his music. And he'll still get paid that way. But, I don't know, man. I feel like they could also start fucking with his banks. Like, you know, they already kicked him out of... One bank's already said they can't fucking bank with them. Like, you know, good good chance fucking damn near all of them do because damn near all of them are Jayish. But uh, yeah, man, once that happens, like, it's kind of fucked up that they they could get to the point where they won't let him like that taking away his music and taking away his fashion fucking businesses. Aren't ruining him, aren't gonna ruin him because there's enough fucking people that just love Kanye that are gonna keep buying his shit independently. But if they fuck with his money and basically give him no chance to bring the money in, then he's kind of fucked. Like, yeah, he could. T- there is a way, you know, he could just go full crypto. I think that would be cool, to be honest, if that happened. But like, even then, if they go on that far. But if they go that far, they may as well just kill them. Because then that, if they go to that 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 level, like then it's just fucking obvious. Like that's basically killing them. It's gonna have the same effect. People are gonna be like, "Oh, Jesus! The Jews just ruined his fucking life," just because he said the Jews could ruin my fucking life, and they did it because they can, and they pissed them, he pissed them off, and then people are just gonna get sick of their shit, and then we're gonna, you know have a party not that that's what I want to happen at all I don't want that to happen I don't want any Jewish person to ever get harmed I love I love them you know I love the Torah the Talmud and all those fairy tales that they believe in and I gotta respect the hustle I gotta respect the hustle you know started from the bottom now they're there and they're fucking everybody so yeah, please don't hurt me. I'm just the messenger. I ne- I've never said anything personally against the Jays. I love the Jays. And if you're Jayish and you're out there and you're listening to this, then I love you. I love you. 
I love you so much. And you wouldn't hurt somebody that loves you. Like, that's just a piece of shit move. So yeah, balls in your court, Jays. But anyway, moving on to something else. The Jays control. American football. The National Football League. And fuck, man, what a difference. What a difference, like, five days it makes to how you feel about your team. Fucking Baltimore Ravens. I'm saying this. I'm talking to you about seven hours or so after the Baltimore Ravens just took on the Tampa Bay Bradyneers. The Tampa Bay the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Bradenauts, and Thursday Night Football, you know, and the boys got it done, they got it done, Lamar got it done, Isaiah Likely, the fourth round pick rookie, tight end, got it done, Gus Edwards, the undrafted running back, coming off a ACL injury, got it Done. And the boys powered through to a 27-22 win. A lot more dominant than the scoreboard said, you know. They're out pretty, you know, substantially. Pretty terrible first half, but they just dominated from the third quarter onwards. And that's coming off the back of a close division win against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. So here we are on Friday. On Saturday, we're sitting 3-3 three and three after a fucking shitty loss to the Giants. And I was thinking, ugh. These boys, like, they got to start sorting their shit out. they got to start winning these, winning these close games and closing out games. And boy, have they these last two weeks, man. That's not, they haven't had all their, whole, their own way. Like, old Mark Andrews had to go out of the game injured. Let's hope he's coming back right. Gets that shoulder good. Gus Edwards went out eventually, too. And fucking... Someone else went out. I can't remember who, but good player. But Lamar, Lamar Jackson, man. Carried us through. He's got, man, he's got to get paid. Like, fucking just hurry up. I'm sick of talking about it. Honestly, I'm sick of hearing about it. Like, just, like, it's both sides too. Like, come on, Lamar. Like, do you really, I mean, obviously I don't understand this yet, but I will one day when I'm at that, at that level, but. Like, does it really matter if you're getting paid $230 million over five years or $250 million? Like, is that $20 million? Like, take take half off that because you're getting ta- taxed, like, at least 50%. So that, is that $10 million really going to make a huge difference to your life? Like, yeah, you could probably argue, like, oh, I'm going to give that to my charity and fucking help feed the Eskimos... The, the blind albino Eskimos that can't eat red meat. But, like, I get it, and there would be a, there'd be a lot of money to a cause like that. They would completely wipe out that cause to the five human beings that affects. But, um... Yeah, man. Like, okay. I kind of get it from Lamar's side, but, like... Just sign a contract, dude. Like, please, don't leave us. We can't afford to lose you. I don't want to go back to another Joe Flacco-type quarterback. That's so boring, man. Lamar Jackson's so exciting to watch. Like, he's just he just does the, the spin moves and 
sidesteps and the elusive running and shit and because I could never ever do anything like that it just impresses me man and it's just amazing to watch but yeah so that's happening in the NFL didn't really pay attention to any other games you know I go through this every season like it's probably because I have ADHD or something that I just lose interest because I just can't focus I don't know I don't know what it is, you know, I feel like it gets like that in every sport, like, you start off the season, like, roaring motivation, you want to watch every fucking game, and then you get to the mid-season, where we are now, and it's kind of like, okay, alright, you win, you lose, and it's like, okay, as long as we win more than we lose, we'll be alright, but, so you don't get too fucking into it, but then, like, yeah, towards the end of the season, playoffs start getting close, games start meaning more, that's when you get back into it, so we're kind of... It's a mid-season slump. We all can kind of relate to it. Even the most hardcore fans have experienced to, to some extent. So, yeah, man. But the NBA, the NBA, that's kicked off in the last week or so. We haven't spoken about that yet. Now, I want to, I want to make a statement, a formal statement to my audience, to make it official. Now, the NBA, I've had a up and down relationship with the NBA. Like back in the day, I used to follow it a lot. Then sort of fell out of love with it. When the when sort of around the Cavs Warriors years when they were in the finals every year I was kind of like yeah it was kind of boring like is it really worth even paying attention to the whole season like when you know the two teams going to the finals like yeah the Cavs would kind of try and make it a bit interesting they'd be kind of average during the regular season and be like the third or the fourth seed but you know once they got to the playoffs they turned it on and it was. You just knew it was going to happen every time. And then when KD went to the Warriors, that's when I really switched off because then you, then you just knew everything that was going to happen. Um, yeah, obviously the Kawhi Raptors year just gave everybody a shot in the arm. But yeah, for me personally, man, I feel like it's only taken, it's taken until recently for me to recover from those fucking god-awful, boring fucking years. And I'm starting to get back into it, man. But the statement, the statement I want to make is, back in the day, you know, I'd call myself a Celtics fan. And like anybody that's from outside of the US and, or any region with an NBA team, the way you pick a team is, when you find it as a kid, what team is either A, winning, or B, cool. And the Celtics... When I first learned what the NBA was, due to, I think, NBA 2K 8 or 9 on PS2 or whatever it was, the Celtics had just won the, won the playoffs, man. They just won the NBA Finals. So I was like, yep, that's the bandwagon I'm jumping on. And I rode that bandwagon for, for a good few years while they were still good. And then they went to shit. And then I got bored. And now I'm coming back to it, getting my interest back into the NBA. And I'm kind of, I just don't feel that same love for the Celtics, man. Like, yeah, they're good again, and they went to the finals last year, but I just don't identify with the team, man. And maybe, maybe, maybe it's got to do with this Ime Udoka stuff. The head coach, if you don't know, got fucking suspended for a year because he was fucking someone consensually that happened to also work for the Celtics. Like, yeah, okay, tell him not to do that, slap him on the wrist, fine him, whatever the fuck, it's still not a great thing to do, but fucking suspend your head coach who just took you to the finals for a whole fucking year, 
Like, what the fuck? Who does that? That is, like, the worst business decision I've ever heard. That's, like, you know, what business in the world, you know, say you've got a star employee, star, like, fucking CEO or something, you're you're on the board, and your CEO's just absolutely killed it in his first couple of years in the job, and then you find out he's fucking a secretary. Now, completely consensually, like, Whatever, you know. No one's getting hurt. You're not fucking telling the guy to fuck off for a year. Like, yeah, okay, you'll give him a stern talking to. Fucking, you know, open investigation. All that sort of shit just to keep the pussies happy. But, like, if you you just sit him for a year, you tell him, no, you're not working for our company. You've done a great job and you fucking brought us back to relevance. And, you know, being as profitable as we've ever been. In just the short time that we've had you at the sh- at the at the helm of the ship, but because you're you can't control your your sexual desires, we are going to hurt ourselves and sit you for a whole year. What the fuck, man? Like, this is, I I think we're gonna look back on this like as one of the most you know this in this era of virtue signaling and fucking listening to women and all that bullshit. We're going to look back at this and this is going to be one of those most ridiculous fucking events that we ever fucking saw. Like, seriously, man. So, anyway, the point of the story, point of this statement is I want to dump the Celtics. I'm dumping the Celtics, man. I'm no, no more, I'm no more a Celtics fan. And I'm sorry, Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown. Actually, there was another thing this week. Kind of just solidified it. Jalen Brown. What the fuck, man? Like, how are you doing, Kanye? Like that? Donda Sports. You fucking threw them under the bus. Like, fuck you for that. Like, come on. Like, ah, the spineless. Just anyway. So, actually, yeah. So, fuck Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum's all right. But I'm dumping the Celtics. Now. I think I've got a good case. Alright, so we're moving on. Fuck you if you disagree with me or you think I'm a fucking bandwagoning piece of shit. But those are my reasons for dumping the Celtics. I wasn't even that big of a fan of them anyway, so... It's not going to be that hard. But anyway, so I need a new team. And... thing is like it's a big decision to make well, I don't I'm not gonna be that guy that's you know gonna jump from team to team like because my team's gone to shit and star players out or moved on and you know in five ten years time I jump to another team and then five ten years after that I'm jumping to another team and I'm that guy that's just like oh fucking my teams are always going deep in the playoffs every year and blah, 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 blah. no those guys are the worst so I want to stick with this team, you know, I want to, I want to find a life, a lifelong partnership with this team, you know, like what I feel like I have with the Ravens, like I'm always going to be a Ravens fan, forever and always, amen, but, so it's a big decision, now there's a couple of, I've narrowed the list down, I think, like it's gonna, it's, it's gotta, it's gotta be a team that's decent, now, like, you know, I'm not going to just start fucking rooting 
for the Utah Jazz after they just got blew up the team this offseason are quite obviously tanking for old Wimbenyama or whatever the fuck the friggishly tall French cunt is called. But, um, yeah, man, I want to I wanna take my time on this decision and make it right. So, it's, But it's got to be someone, a team that I'm excited about, you know? You don't just start a relationship with a chick when, you know, say you meet a chick, she's depressed, she's addicted to drugs. You don't just tell her, hey, I'm going to wife you up. You want a chick that's at least, you know, living life, enjoying life, going well, things are going good. Like, you know, times might get rocky, rocky in the future, but you'll deal with that in the future. Like, you want to have fun now. Otherwise, what's the point of being in a relationship? So, I want to have fun now with the NBA teams. I want to pick a good team. And so, i got some front runners. First front runner, you know, I'll present the case to them. It's the Memphis Grizzlies. And, like, not hard to see why. John Morant, fucking pretty cool player. Team on the up, going up. And your boy, Steven Adams, just signed an extension there this offseason. So he's at least probably going to be there the next couple of years. You know, Steven Adams is just a G. He is the G. He is a fucking legend. So that's a strong candidate. Candidate number two would probably be the Dallas Mavericks. Because Luca, you know, Luca, Luca Doncic, cool dude, good at the ball, good at the basketball. He's white. That's not a factor in my decision, but it's also a bonus. But the problem with the Dallas Mavericks is who really knows who else is on the team other than Luca? Because I don't really. I'm not that into the NBA yet. I'll figure it out, and if they are my team, I'll definitely figure that out. But So the second team on the list is the Dallas Mavericks. Number three would be the Miami Heat, because Jimmy Butler is a fucking psychopath and is the craziest cunt in the NBA. Well, maybe not the craziest cunt, but definitely the meanest cunt. And he's whipping that team up, and, you know, they're a hard-nosed good team. And you got Victor Oladipo and Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo and a lot of, lot of solid players. They work hard, and, you know, it would kind of be cool being a, I don't know, a Miami Heat fan. Like, it would have been an absolute piece of shit to be a Miami Heat fan back in, like, the early 2010s. But now it's kind of like, it would kind of be like being a retro Retro fan. It'd be like becoming a fan of the Bulls before Derek Rose showed up. So, you know, you know, and, the, and that decade between MJ and Derek Rose, like picking it up then. So, we'll see. They're, they're on the list. And I don't know. They're sort of the three front runners at the moment. Like, we'll see how the season goes. I think we'll give it at least till Christmas. I'll pay attention, see what happens, see. See what pops off, but yeah. And I know what I know. Some of you, a lot of you out there that know me, are like surprised at one team that didn't stay on the list because they are the team of my Lord and Savior Kyrie Irving, the God of the Unvaxxed, the absolute fucking legend, saving the world. Honestly, 
best person in the NBA, Kyrie Irving. One of the best players. But, man, <laughs> you know, he's gone. He's gone. He, he's leaving the Nets next year. Like, he declined his option. He, he doesn't want to get traded. He's going to go into free agency next season. And he's going to go somewhere else. Because they did him dirty. Like, they were one of the only teams, you know, that didn't fight against the Vax mandate. So, fuck them. Like, KD hates them. He wanted to get the fuck out of there. Like, it just seems like a shitty organization. So that's why I would not be a Nets fan. Even though Kyrie is God, and Kyrie is the greatest. Oh, fuck. We're going to pause this. Might be having some technical... And we're back. Um... May have fucked up the whole episode there. We'll see. But uh, I might have to listen back to this and get the audio. And see how we're, we're sounding. But uh, if not, this may end up being another lost episode. But anyway. I think that's as good a place as any to leave it off here. So going forward this week. Got a good week coming up ahead. Work's going to be sweet. Going to be smoking a lot of weed. Trying to watch some NBA. Watching some NFL. And yeah, stay frosty out there, San Diego. We'll see you next time.